Almost every employment contract has a built-in agreement to work overtime. Is this agreement indefinite? This is Stuff Employers Should Know. Welcome to Stuff Employers Should Know, proudly brought to you by LabourNet, management's ultimate HR solution. Welcome to this episode of Stuff Employers Should Know. I'm Barry Gordon-Davis and as always, my main guy with his fingers on the pulse of our audio levels, Yasser, just like it, Ismail, the button pusher, the button pusher. So when we were conceptualizing the Stuff Employers Should Know podcast, um, you know, obviously the focus was on, you know, the basics of employment relationships, um, dealing with your day-to-day operational issues, specifically relating to employment relations. But then also we want to focus on areas of the labor laws that even your seasoned HR practitioners might not even be aware of. So this is going to be an interesting episode because it's purely just to give a bit of detail about a lesser known aspect of overtime agreements. So the Basic Conditions of Employment Act governs the the details and specifics with regards to overtime. Now what needs to be taken note of is that in terms of uh, Section 10, Subsection 1, it states specifically that an employee may not be required and an employer may not permit an employee to work overtime if there is no agreement to actually do so. So employers generally will place an agreement for an employee to work overtime as and when required by the employer within their contract of employment. So an employee who signs a contract of employment generally in the start of their employment relationship then agrees upfront that they will then work overtime. Now, the takeaway from today's uh, fact or employment relations fact is the fact that in terms of subsection 5 of section 10, any agreement that is concluded between an employer and an employee to work overtime within the first three months of their employment lapses after one year. So effectively, any agreement that is contained within the contract of employment, specifically if that contract of employment as it should be is entered into at the start of the employment relationship, we need to understand that that agreement to work overtime will then lapse after 12 months. What that basically means is, is that if a employer then requires after 12 months an employee to work overtime and they refuse to do so, they would not be able to hold that employee accountable of insubordination of any sorts. Does it need to be stated in the contract that it does lapse after 12 months or is it that doesn't. just a given? And you see, that's where it catches out the employers. Most of them don't say that this agreement will lapse. It is an application of law that is contained in the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. So the way around this is, is that employers are required to enter into a agreement to work overtime after the initial three months of employment, which would then turn it into an indefinite agreement. But what we do need to note is is that and the common occurrence is, is that employees that let's say regularly work overtime and then work overtime after that 12 month period where we would then as per what I've been discussing say that that initial agreement has lapsed then effectively by the fact that they are then submitting to agreements to work overtime would then effectively be entering into a tacit agreement thereof and that's what we would rely on however it is 
advised that employers would go and ensure their current agreements are valid in terms of this rule, and if not, enter into an indefinite agreement after the three-month initial working period of employment. So to stop that tacit agreement from obviously coming into play, uh, as an employee, I'd have to actually, after the initial 12 months, say, um, employer, I'm not willing to work overtime, or how would that work? Exactly. The 12 months lapse, and then the employee refuses to work overtime. The employer would then obviously not be able to um, uh, discipline them for that. However, if that 12 uh, months has lapsed and the employee has shown a, a trend of working overtime only to then go and refuse, it would be hard for them to then rely on the fact that their initial agreement in terms of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act has lapsed. However, as I said, rather don't leave it to chance or leave it to a dispute, the employer can solidify the agreement by entering into such after three months of initial employment. And what happens if I as an employee after the initial 12 months decide, okay, you know what, I'm not comfortable working uh, overtime anymore and my employer has obviously come with a new contract just to make sure that everything is you know, on, on paper. Yes. What happens? Do, do we get dismissed or am I not agreeing to the the working terms, what happens? Well, the requirement to work overtime might become a operational requirement of that employer. So if they require, as in when required on occasion, uh, employees to work overtime, the employer would then obviously go and explore their options when it comes to possibly then beginning consultations with those employees relating to operational requirements or, or going through the normal retrenchment process in that regard because they require somebody that would avail themselves for overtime as a condition of employment. So that's it for the short and sweet episode of Stuff Employers Should Know. If you have any follow-up questions with regards to the topic today, or as usual, if you have any other topics you want us to discuss, drop us an email at sesk at and also hit us up on social medias where you can always find us. So from myself, BGD, and yes, working overtime as always, cheers. Stuff Employers Should Know was proudly brought to you by LabourNet, management's ultimate HR solution. For more episodes from Stuff Employers Should Know, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you play your favorite shows. Case law or statutes referenced in the podcast are current at the time of recording.